This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you once again to the Warning Radio program. Yesterday, I had Apostle Dennis Moore on my program. He was with me three days in a row. I know you found those interviews uh, fascinating. If you missed it, go to my website, www.worldministries.org, and listen to those three interviews, the last three days, because you're not going to want to miss it. We really covered uh, a lot of things that we just cannot pick it up today. And uh, I have his wife on, Maria Moore. Maria, welcome to the Warning Radio Program. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Now, what is the name of your ministry again? Vision International. Okay. Now, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you listen to those last three days, uh, uh, this is his wife. This is uh, Apostle Moore's wife. And, and uh, so I know you're going to enjoy her too. So, Maria, let me ask you, how did the covid practiced silent of our voices and separate us further from the unsaved. In other words, how did COVID? They, 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 they wanted to silence us, silence our voices and separate us further from the unsaved. How did that happen? Well, with all of the restrictions that were introduced by our culture and our government, it changed our psychic towards people and how we relate to people, people that we don't know, strangers people who aren't in our sphere of influence. Uh, in particular, the people in the church have relationships with people with people that they do things with. And so, like, since I've been retired, it's been a lot harder for me to develop relationships with people that are not born again because so much of my activity is within the church, and I just do a little shopping. But when COVID came, they even restricted that for, like, someone like me that's retired and I'm no longer in the workforce where uh, you had to maintain six feet distance between people. The masks were a natural barrier, but even with those, people were stepping back even further away from people. And so interaction was a lot harder. So there was there was just uh, psychological and physical barriers that were created during COVID. But our practices have still changed, even with the restrictions being lifted. People aren't as... Uh, friendly because they're afraid of people because of, you know, just that residual. And for the gospel, it's been particularly hard because of of uh, the fact that it, with evangelism and, and um, getting to know the lost, to reach the lost, 
it's it's become another barrier in in our culture and um i think it was by design i don't i i know there's many many thoughts about the covid um uh not just the aftermath but the intention behind it how it's disrupted our culture and our society and how we interact with people and um i i know that for me I was, this is a testimony about how God has worked with me over the last couple of years about this. So when we were in COVID, the Lord was really making me more aware of how those masks looked more like a hand over our mouths in the spirit and how it wasn't just uh, uh, keeping the bacteria or the viruses from interchanging, but the very life of God and speech and how we were muted and not only were we muted because the culture and the, the quote-unquote science of it all, but we were self-muting. We were stepping even further back in relationships and um, meeting new people and being more uh, exploring in our environment. And we were buying into, even before COVID, how there was a big separation of church and state. And I mean, there's a lot of us that believe that that's wrong and everything, but it still impacts the way that we think about approaching people we don't know. I I think you used that that description pretty well. It was like they put a um, hand over your mouth to stop the gospel from going out. Yes. They They were limiting our effectiveness in reaching the lost. Yes. And they were stopping it. And, um, the whole point of, of the gospel is relationship. And uh, now you're, you're a medical person. Yes, I'm a retired nurse. Yeah, and, and tell, them, tell them your expertise. I worked in hospitals all of my career, 35 years I worked in hospitals. 20 of that was in ICU. I've done house supervising. I've, done, I've helped with procedural sedation. I've worked in the emergency room. I've just done a lot in the hospital. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, some of you have been listening to me on, on this channel uh, for over 20 years, and, and you know the professionals I bring on, and a lot of medical ones. And uh, she's exactly right uh, what, when she's talking about uh, using COVID to silence our voices so they can continue to implement their evil plans and schemes. And so you have heard the professionals on this. And, and Maria is a professional as well as a very spiritual lady and, and ministers uh, all over the world with her husband. Now, let me ask you another question. How did you your encounter with God on Palm Sunday, 2021, awaken you to stir evangelism in yourself and others? Yes, I'm I, my minister. Dennis and I minister in the nations together. I'm more of a prophetic voice. He's apostolic. And we, we work together as a team. Um, and, you know, I've seen signs and wonders and miracles. And I'm very comfortable and fluent in prophecy and and personal ministry, altar ministry, and uh, laying on of hands and that kind of thing. I've never considered myself as an evangelist. Over my lifetime, I've led a few people to the Lord because I saw it as a mandate for all believers. You know, the last couple words that Jesus said before he left earth was he said to go and make disciples. Amen. He said before that and we've had this discussion since you've been here in our home with us. But even before that, we needed to wait and tarry in Jerusalem so that we could be empowered with the Holy Spirit. 
when we look at Peter's uh, life and how changed he was after he encountered the infilling of the Holy Spirit, one minute he was shaking in his boots because a little servant girl was challenging him because he knew Jesus and he ran and he cursed and he, he, he just broke apart to when we see in Acts, in the book of Acts, after he had become in, empowered, he was able to interpret that explosion of the Holy Spirit on the believers where there was tongues of fire and, and they were speaking in other languages saying, this is that, that the Spirit of God is on all flesh. And so God wants to speak to all flesh, not just uh, Christian flesh, not just charismatic flesh, not just, you know, he wants everyone to hear. And as what we've talked about before, Jesus is breaking out in dreams and things in Muslim worlds and bringing Muslims into Christians' worlds so that they can be saved. And so God is is speaking directly and he's wanting to use us. He's wanting us to step out of the house. This is this is a year where God is building the house of God, but he wants he wants Jesus to manifest outside of the house in the world and he does that through us opening our mouths and violating some of these cultural norms that have become part of our culture. Well, you're you're exactly right. I mean, all of us, as you said so correctly, all of us are supposed to share our faith. Yes. All of us are supposed to be able to lay hands on the sick. All of us are supposed to be able to see the demonic uh, uh, come out of people. I mean, this is what Jesus commanded. Go tarry until I fill you with my power before you try to represent me. Yes. And so last Palm Sunday, just about a year ago, this is Palm. Anyway, this is the season of 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 Easter and resurrection or Passover, depending on, on, on what you call this season. But um, the triumphant entry, Jesus came through that eastern gate after he, you know, Palm Sunday and the people were laying down the palm branches and there was a manifestation of Jesus. And what I believe that the Lord wants to do in us uh, and what he did that Palm Sunday for me is he lit a fire in me that hasn't gone out for evangelism. He is wanting us to, you know, the Lord has need of us. Yes. The Lord wants to activate us. We're a little bit like that cult where where we need to come out of that other master, that other, that soulish, that carnal minded filtering that we've been in. That's good. And allow the Holy Spirit to to take us into the world so that Jesus can be represented and show himself as the son of God and the savior of the world, like he did with that triumphant entry on Palm Sunday where he came in and that that was fulfillment of scripture that really clearly defines him as Messiah, the weighted Messiah. And, and that's what we're to do. We're, we're to have the fires of evangelism in us, even if we're not in the office of an evangelist, totally. which, which at least one fifth of us or four fifths of us aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, of, of the gifts from Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. Also prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a fivefold minister, uh, only one out of five is an evangelist, yeah. but we're all called to evangelize. Yes. Just like we're all called to prophesy. Yes. We're all called to lay hands on the sick and see them recover. You know, we're, we're, we're to pursue these things so that we can edify and we can glorify the Son of God. One of the things that's good about believing God for healing your body is it's an answer to prayer and it's a deliverance to us and it's health to us and it benefits us. And it glorifies the Son of God. When we allow the Holy Spirit to demonstrate 
that Jesus is who he says he is through allowing the Holy Spirit to manifest. Just like when Jesus was in the earth, when he went around and he did good things, the Father um, the Father endorsed his ministry through miracles, signs yes. and wonders. Yes. And Jesus himself said that if you don't believe me, at least believe the miracles. Well, yeah. our church has just censored that with our with just letting our our minds carry the gospel and not our heart and not really pressing in to the power of the Holy Spirit. And your husband said it right. Uh, information without revelation, without reality, without power, without testimonies is nothing. Absolutely. You can read a book, but that does not bring the power of God to break the yoke and set the captives free. Absolutely. And I believe that one of the reasons why people won't uh, embrace the fire of the Holy Spirit, which I believe the Lord is going to pour out in this I over the people that are listening, because, you know, when when you teach the revelation, you know, prophecy is the spirit of, rev of, of Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus Christ. And I believe that people are going to be empowered to preach the gospel. But it's exactly what you're saying, where if we have information and our mind is renewed, is as important as that is to know the scriptures and to sit under good teaching. If we leave our heart in a place where we have hidden doubt and unbelief, we never manifest the will of God in the knowledge that we've received. It's like when you get saved, you hear the gospel and the Holy Spirit takes what you hear and he pulls it into your heart and from your heart you believe. And from that heart position of belief, which is different than knowledge, it's 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 your belief system. You can't believe something you don't believe. Exactly. You can you can have all the information. It's like I know that that by his stripes I'm healed, and you can know that in your mind. But if your heart is doubting it, well, I've done this and this and this. If I just lose some weight, then my joints won't. You know, whatever it is that's keeping you from receiving, if that doesn't change. You'll never manifest glory. You'll never manifest that miracle. So what we need to do is ask the Holy Spirit to reveal hidden doubt and unbelief. It's, it's wicked or twisted. We have a little bit of information, but it's twisted and it's not working. And so from our mouths, we confess, like going back to the salvation um, um, example is from our from our hearts. Our mouths confess that Jesus is Lord and then we're born again. And that's how all spiritual reality works as we manifest it in the earth. Yeah. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Exactly. It's not enough just to say it. Not enough to confess. The devil knows Jesus is God, mm -hmm. but he doesn't believe in it. That word believe is adhere, rely, trust, and obey. The devil does not submit to God's authority. No. He believes, he knows he's real, but he rebels. Yes. And so that's what you're saying. If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Mm -hmm. So we have we have knowledge and revelation and mm -hmm. power and authority. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. have that that duminous released energy. Yeah. So I was renewing my mind in, in trying to figure out how to get uh, the mask off from me and others and to start saying what we believe. Good. And then I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And on that Palm Sunday, this fire rose in me to help others, myself included, to get our, uh, to stop separating and compartmentalizing our lives where we speak one way with our Christian friends, and but we deny the truth to the unsaved, the pre-saved, or however you want to say that. And um, so that was the, that's how it shifted in me on that Palm Sunday. Beautiful. What do you mean? Mario, when you say God's word is light and you must see what you hear. Well, in this transformation in me, um, 
there's uh, Revelations 1, I think it's in 2 as well, where John talks about, he says, um, he said he heard a voice behind him, and then he turned to see the voice that had spoken to him. And it's just the same concept that we're talking about, where you can have knowledge without revelation. You have to, you have to see what you hear, and then you have to say what you see. <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain, but it's the, the synergism of, of revelation with the things that we know to be true. Amen. So you must see, you must understand yes. what you hear. Uh-huh. And uh, the truth will set you free. Uh-huh. Jesus even said we have to be careful how we hear. All right. And he said that if, if you really hear, if you pay attention, if you understand, if you comprehend my words, then you will have this and you'll have more. Good, good, good. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio Program. I have Maria Moore, wife of Dennis Moore. And uh, we've had, we have had great interviews this week. Mm-hmm. And go to my website if you, if you missed them, www.worldministries.org. And you can re-listen to them. We, we keep all of the r- records now, radio and television. If you miss our channels, whatever day, radio or television, you can go on the website, www.worldministries.org, and re-listen or re-watch. And I urge you to do it. These have been wonderful interviews. Why must we turn to recognize our time of visitation, Maria? Well, you look at what Jesus talked to the scribes and Pharisees, and he, he saw the the destruction of Jerusalem. And, and he said, the reason why this is coming on you is that you didn't recognize, you didn't see it. Uh, even though they had whole parts of the Bible memorized. Yes. And they knew the scriptures inside and out. They didn't see. There has to be a turning. There has to be an acknowledgement that, number one, there's there's a limit to natural knowledge we can study we can pray we can pursue we can we can do all the things that we know the disciplines that god has given us and yet there is more and we really the way that we turn is we we ask the holy spirit to lead us in all truth if we could do it by ourselves we wouldn't have need of the holy spirit jesus could have just stayed here in his body suit and the holy spirit wouldn't have to come but he's the one that brings all truth. And so we have to acknowledge there are times in our hearts where we don't see things and we have to come before him and ask him to bring light. You know, his word, it says that his word is a light to our path. And that that goes along with seeing what you hear. It, you, it When it talks about the word of God, it's, it's light rather than sound. Exactly. And so, you know, the Lord, that's why he said, go Terry. The Lord wants to continue to talk to us. Yes. Go Terry. And so the comforter, I will come and live with you. I will continue to speak to you. I will work through you and you'll continue to do my will on earth. Exactly. And you'll do things that you don't even know exist. Totally. Totally. You know, a life scripture that God has given me, he visited me in a dream and, um, there was a blanket that came out of heaven, much like what Peter saw about the clean and the unclean. Only for me, it looked like a map. It was a language without, uh, it was a communication without language. And it, the best I can explain what I saw, it was like a map where I could understand Washington State and I could understand Florida. I could understand Florida without understanding Washington State. And what this big communication was is life, my life, my life with my children, my grandchildren, my work. Uh, the church ministry, all of that. 
And, and I said, what is this? And the Holy Spirit spoke to me in the dream. And he says, you don't understand this because you don't understand the heart of it. In the middle of the map fell out and a brand new communication came up. And it was the same thing. It was communication rather than a language. And, and then the Holy Spirit, and I said, what is this? And the Holy Spirit said, Jeremiah 33, 3. And the key to all of this is to ask. Jeremiah 33, 3 is, ask of me, and I'll show you great and mighty things that you know not of. Wow. And when, as you study that text out, there are things that are hedged in that are only come through revelation of the Holy Spirit. Yes. It. I mean, yes, we do our part where we renew our mind and we seek the Lord, but it's only in the person of the Holy Spirit, the communion of the Holy Spirit, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, that we come into understanding all of it. And as we understand Jeremiah 33, 3, as we, as we commune with the Godhead, we understand life. Well, that, that's exactly right. And uh, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, again, go tarry so you can constantly fellowship with me. And uh, we, we try to do the work of the ministry without any longer walking with God. And, and God walked with man, and, and he talked with man. Whether it was in the garden, whether it was during the time of Christ, mm-hmm. he walked and talked with man. He still wants to walk and talk with us. We're supposed to tarry and be filled with him. See, what I think is happening in this age is God, there is a baby to be birthed that needs to be birthed and is probably past due. We keep hearing about evangelism running along the, the whole uh, run alongside of the destruction that we see in our culture. Yes. And if we want to see this this visitation, if we want to see this revival come, if we want to see people get getting saved, it's going to take more than Mario Morello ministries like that, more than just the office of the evangelist functioning. I believe that, like I said to begin with, that the Spirit of God falls on all flesh. And your sons and daughters shall prophesy. I believe it. And the way that we come into those things is we get the gate open, that gate that Jesus came through on Palm Sunday. It's the eastern gate. And you know, you've been in Jerusalem just like I have been, um, that that it's walled off, it's closed. And we need to get that glory gate open. We need to see the fire of God fall. We need visitations. We need fresh baptisms. And it's through seeking and fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit, admitting that we're wrong and we don't have it all right, and pursuing his will and asking him to remove doubt and unbelief. Good. Fall out of, out of agreement with it in Jesus' name. Exactly. Maria, in your opinion, how do we turn? It's exactly what we're talking about. It's having that that time with the Lord. Uh, you know, there's that scripture about where the apostles couldn't kick out a demon. Yes, yes. And, and then Jesus says, this comes out only by prayer and fasting. Well, that demon has to bow its name to Jesus. I'm sorry. It's yeah. not that we do anything more. It's the doubt and unbelief that was preventing the disciples that comes out by prayer and fasting. So we need to position ourselves, humble ourselves, seek the Lord and say, Lord, this is a time of revival. The baby needs to come and it, it won't come. And it's and I know I have a responsibility in this. I want you to open the gates of my heart and let the king of glory come in. Open up your gates and be lifted up the ancient doors that the king of glory can come in. And so, Lord, the things in me that are preventing the 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 uh, revival and uh, and the outpouring that you want in my city, in my church, in my home, in 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 my extended family, Lord, do it, do it again. Praise the Lord, uh, Maria. Uh, why don't you just close this off with prayer right now, 
And ladies and gentlemen, uh, click on my website, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagle Saving Nations. We need what Mari is talking about. We need another great awakening. Join this movement today. Let us get into the national football stadiums. www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. You're going to love it. Maria? Yes. Father God, we just thank you that you have sent the Holy Spirit. You've not left us as orphans, but you have sent the Holy Spirit so that we would have that one that would lead and guide us in all truth. And so, Lord, we give the Holy Spirit permission to come deep in our heart and show us those areas that need the light of your word so that we can we can repent, so that we can fall out of agreement with wicked doubt and unbelief, that we will fall out of agreement with the opinions of men and our own opinion, and that we would let the king of glory come in and go out as he wants in and out of our house, Lord God, our temple. And then as that happens, Lord God, throughout our whole sphere of influence, we give you permission, Holy Spirit, to be who you are. Bring the light and the glory of the Son of God to the earth. Reveal the Son of God, even as you have been sent to do in us and through us, in Jesus' name. Amen. May God richly bless each one of you. I hope you've enjoyed Uh, this week's warning radio program and today and uh, let me tell you God is moving he's on the throne we're going to see another great awakening God bless you I'll see you next week thanks for listening to this episode of warning radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.